This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Stitch Fix and Quip. Some of the most magical Weekly Weird moments are when worlds collide. In one corner, Elon Musk, a guy we've talked about a lot, mainly on Tech News Day, because in addition to being a rich, successful guy, uh, he's also weird and fascinating and kind of terrible in a way that no other tech executive allows themselves to be seen. Mm -hmm. In the other corner, the insane clown posse and their legion of clown-faced fans known as the Juggalos, a widely mocked and, in our opinion, tragically misunderstood subculture of outsiders. We love the Juggalos. Now, at first glance, and uh, I guess second and third glance, you wouldn't think there would be much in common between Insane Clown Posse and Elon Musk, or much crossover between both parties' very dedicated fan bases, aside from maybe Musk fans calling the cops on some Juggalos every once in a while. That's probably happened. Uh, but people are complex and multifaceted. Just because you wear clown makeup and shout woo woo while sipping on Fago doesn't mean you can't also be environmentally conscious, or, or vice versa. Yeah. So it was somewhat surprising when earlier this week, the official ICP Twitter account tweeted out a new music video from one of their psychopathic records artists, Ouija Mac, mm. with the message, as you know, Elon Musk is down with the clown. What you may not know is psychopathic records is down with saving the planet, reducing emissions. We down with Tesla, and Ouija Mac just released the first underground car commercial. Let's all retweet this for our little bro, Ouija Mac. And sure enough, the music video for Ouija Mac's song, Randall's Law, features Ouija rapping mostly either in a Tesla or at a Tesla charging station, surrounded by Teslas getting their much-needed juice. It's Fago for cars. It, yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. They need to, they, you know, he can change the horn sounds and play farts and stuff on it. He needs to do the whoop, whoop, whoop <laughs> at every intersection. Come on, Elon, make it happen. Yeah, so it, it's not so much an underground car commercial like ICP made it sound. The lyrics don't appear to have anything to do with Teslas or environmentalism in general, but it still features Tesla cars and charging stations the way a lot of other rap videos feature Bentleys and Lamborghinis. Ouija Mac also posts a lot about being vegan, so again, you can be down with the clown and also care about reducing humanity's dependence on crude oil and factory farming. Juggalos, they're a big tent. Yeah. And they will welcome you with open arms. Mm-hmm. Sweaty arms. Yeah. There was a, a, a great tweet this week that was, um, it was something like, brother from another mother, lame, played out, like, not gender uh, fluid. And then it was like, what you have to say is, clown from another circus. Ah. Yeah. I like it. So, works for the jugglers especially. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'm not sure we even talked about this while it was happening, but around the time Elon Musk was working on getting those kids out of that cave in Thailand, and people were still mostly supportive of this because he hadn't yet called that guy a pedophile, in the midst of all of that, he also declared his love of ICP on Twitter. This was around the same time that it was discovered that Juggalo makeup was effective at beating facial recognition, and Musk, quote, retweeted an article about that saying, whoop whoop. Here comes the horn. I'm telling you, he's going to do it. When asked by a follower if he was, in fact, down with the clown, Elon replied, yeah, I like ICP. ICP then replied to Elon's surprising admission with, yo, Elon Musk, thank you, ninja, but how about showing our wounded pockets how much you like them somehow? They've been wounded since our battle with the FBI. We're open to anything you come up with, my wealthy and powerful friend. Crazy Bleh. face. <laughs> Signed, Violent J. Uh, and Elon replied with, I will buy a ton of your merch. With Grime replying minutes later with, sick, shooting star emoji. Noah, did he ever uh, get that merch in? I don't know. I'd like to think so. Well, I hope so. I feel like the, the ICP would call him out if he, if he didn't follow and ju him. Just to reiterate, Juggalos... The majority of which are very nice people. Everyone that we've met, very nice. Mm -hmm. Violent J, wonderful father. Great father. Very supportive. I'm still waiting for episode three of Snake Busters. Yeah. 
I guess uh, his daughter. Well, they're too busy with their actual good uh, furry costumes now yeah. out there in the furry world to worry about shitting on other things. Yeah. They're very positive. Only, only when they're slighted. Uh-huh. Because when, when there's a snake, you got to bust it. Yeah, don't let that clown off the leash. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this, that all happened not long after the Juggalo March on Washington when Violent J, Shaggy Tudop, and thousands of Juggalos converged upon our nation's capital to protest the absurd fact that the FBI had years earlier classified Juggalos as a gang, which had actually caused some serious personal and professional issues for lots of innocent Juggalos who simply enjoy ICP's music. That march, beautiful as it was, uh, unfortunately did not accomplish its goals. And a, a few months later, ICP and the ACLU lost their lawsuit seeking to remove Juggalos from the 2011 National Gang Threat Assessment. Stupid. It was this weird catch-22 thing where they're like, well, the threat assessment was non-binding, so it doesn't actually mean anything, so we can't get rid of it. But it's like it had still caused people to yeah. like, lose their jobs and yeah. like, like lose custody of their kids. <laughs> it doesn't not have an effect on things. Like uh, Violent J explained it really well in one interview where he's just like, yeah, there's a bunch of like small towns, shitty towns in the Midwest where nothing happens. But now the cops can go and say, Use this look, as a we reason. have a gang in our town, a violent gang. Yeah. And they can get a bunch of funding and like go crack some skulls, even though it's just a bunch of like teenagers who like sipping on Fago and... Uh, like rap music. Well, either way, this whole thing, like uh, ICP, I mean, they, Great Malenko was a pretty big album, all yeah. things considered. But historically, a very underground hip-hop act that rarely yeah. broke into the mainstream in any real big way. A and over the past, like, decade, partly responsible for the Gang Association, partly responsible for the Magnets song, uh, they, they have solidified themselves as, like, Americana. Like, they are a part like in yeah. the lexicon of this country. It's actually pretty cool to see. Yeah. Like you, you say something about ICP now or Juggalos now, everybody pretty much knows what you're talking about. It, even at their peak in like the 90s, people would be like, well, what, are you, what insane clown posse? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's, it's crazy because like, yeah, in general, I don't think they've gotten mega rich off of this. No, no. Yeah. Like the fan base is it's, still, They seem to be doing fine, but... Yeah, the fan base compared to a lot of other fan bases, quite small, but like as a, you know, cultural thing... Very every, significant. Yeah, very yeah. significant. Mm -hmm. Hard to ignore. Yeah. So it's unclear whether Elon Musk and Grimes did, in fact, help out ICP by buying a ton of their merch. But hopefully Elon at least appreciates Ouija Max music video. Mm -hmm. Also, speaking of Elon and Grimes, uh, they've apparently got a baby on the way, which might explain Elon's extremely dorky dancing at that Tesla event in China earlier this week. He's still got that glow on him. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I can create uh, life. <laughs> My dick still works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grimes made the announcement via some nudes on the Twitter timeline featuring a translucent baby photoshopped onto her belly. The weirdly, the father of the child, who posts way too much about everything, has not yet posted about his upcoming baby, which is odd. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, congratulations. Best of luck to them. This baby has the potential to be the weirdest person who has ever existed, and this is very exciting news for everyone. Yeah. He's gonna, this baby's going to grow up. He's going to be our age when Baron Trump is president. Oh, my God. So... Look forward to that. Hopefully I'll be dead before any of this happens. <laughs> we'll be long dead before this Elon baby can have any control. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of weird stuff, Cats has, of course, been out in theaters for a few weeks now. And despite its overwhelmingly negative reviews and audiences being hostile towards it from the moment the first time the trailer dropped back in July, it's still in many ways become a cultural touchstone for bad cinema that audiences still go out of their way to see despite knowing full well what they're getting into. I did it. And I regret it. I was, I was cat curious. I went and saw the movie, 
and it was just boring and bland. And it is crazy, but not in a good... Uh, it, I've, I've explained this far too much already. Everyone yeah. said the same thing. It's really not worth it. Anyways, many of the people who've gone to the theater, like me, the, to see Cats, they want to see it specifically because of how insane and terrible it looks. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't high, but I would have liked to have been. That probably mm-hmm. would have aided the situation. Uh, anyways, this week, the Washington Post told some of the people's stories who did go see this under the uh, influence. Here's some excerpts. Rhina, a 25-year-old from South Carolina, also ate gummies. She could not get past the mismatched proportions of the cats in the film. <laughs> sometimes they were cat-sized, sometimes they were human-sized, and sometimes they appeared to be the size of mice. She made it 10 minutes, she says, quote, and then I went to the AMC bathroom and threw up. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what size are these cats? Uh, yeah, it is kind of uh, it is kind of strange yeah. to think about. There's also parts which is really like one of the weird things. And again, this is not an endorsement. I have to keep saying that. But like you know, like the kind of uh, meat haunches that you'd see in like the Flintstones, where it's like a giant like yeah, yeah. like a dinosaur thing, but like it's a classic like yeah. breaded chicken leg looking thing. That's in this movie, and they're just like gung, 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 like like the Flintstones movie. Yeah, like it's no big deal, and it, so no one cares to be how a chicken wing. I think so, but and no one cares how bad and fake it looks. Like yeah. it literally looks like it was on a uh, on the Broadway set. Like they have to reuse it seven hundred times in the next year. Um, anyways, l- more uh, high reviews. Soon after the tingling feeling started in her forehead, Sarah, the twenty-six-year-old from Louisville, realized that she and her roommate had made a miscalculation. The human-like cats, cat-like humans, were grotesque. Sarah couldn't stop staring at their feet or paws. No hands. Where their fur ends and their human hands start, it would move in a weird, unnatural way, she says. At one point, Jenny Any Dots... Wait, is th- what? Oh, is that really what she's called? I guess. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Oh, my God. I remember Rum Tum Tugger with the hard R and uh, Mr. Mistopheles, and uh, that's pretty much it. Jenny Any Dots, okay. Uh, uh, that's the cat, I guess, played by Rebel Wilson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she explains this. And this is a real scene. Rebel Wilson eats dancing cockroaches who have human faces in a horrifying scene. I felt like I was losing my mind, Sarah says. I was just concentrating on taking deep breaths. (laughs) It was a lot. Yeah, this doesn't sound fun. Uh, Here's another one. In Michigan, a 33-year-old man named Zachary, also on edibles, wrestled with his own attraction to the cat version of Swift. Her face still looks like Taylor Swift, he tells the Post, and also, it seems, himself. But no, she's a monster. (laughs) And uh, finally, one stoned review was simply vomited four times, but ultimately understood the film on a deep level. So yeah, uh, while the idea of seeing a bunch of awkwardly CGI'd actors pretend to be singing cats might seem like the perfect scenario for getting high, tread lightly. Again, maybe just wait for the home video release so you don't have a panic attack in a public place. I got pretty drunk when I saw it, and at one point in the movie, I was like, I was like, do I get up and leave, or will I miss something worthwhile? And then I like <laughs> thought in my head, like, if anything had happened in the past 10 minutes, yeah. <laughs> and was like, nah, I'm not going to miss anything. So I went and got another beer during the movie. That's the uh, one good thing about seeing movies that are bad, is you don't feel any guilt in about leaving. going to the bathroom, going to the concessions in the middle of the movie. Yeah. It's like, whatever, who cares? The songs were bad. I'm just passing the time here. Yeah. So yeah, as horrifying as cats may be, though, something much more horrifying is the thought of having a bucket of hot diarrhea poured on your head, which, as we've seen in recent months, is a very real thing that happens out in the world. At, inc- at an increasingly yeah. uh, bad rate. Yeah, and sometimes, well, in every case so far, completely at random. Yeah. It could happen to you. This week, we bring you a new diarrhea bucket story from the state of Florida. God damn it. Now, in this case, unlike previous shit bucket instances, this doesn't seem to have been a random attack. 
A woman living in a trailer park seems to have had a dispute with her landlord. And in the midst of that dispute, a diarrhea bucket was deployed as a weapon. But the details beyond that are a bit murky. Just like the poop itself. Cops showed up to the trailer park finding the two women covered in shit. The tenant with just a little bit of poo on and around her face, but the landlord completely drenched. The tenant initially claimed that her landlord came into her trailer and immediately reached for a bucket of diarrhea and threw it on her as a way to very dramatically tell her that she's being evicted. Uh, that's my favorite. My favorite part of the, the old Apprentice show was when Donald Trump would throw a bucket of diarrhea on yeah. the people he was firing. Yes. yes this was all the landlord's fault. She knew exactly where that bucket of diarrhea was, yeah. and she was prepared to use it as a weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, this story it obviously doesn't make much sense uh, on account of most of the bucket's contents being on the landlord and not the tenant. So the tenant changed her story a little bit, uh, saying she actually blocked the bucket toss, <laughs> causing the landlord to spill uh, the bucket on herself, which is hilarious. A real, a real gag, a real yeah. fun gag. Uh, after that, she says uh, her landlord chased her down and rubbed poop all over the tenant's face, which probably happened. That's probably the only reason that there was poop on the tenant. If I got to be covered in shit, you're going to be covered in shit. Whose shit was it? Unclear. A lot of unanswered questions here. This is the community's bucket. The police, the video, the, like, the dash cam, oh, no, body it, cam. Oh, is, God. These cops are, like, I've, uh, this is the most I've felt bad for a police officer in a long time. They, yeah. are, they are so unhappy to be dealing with this. Well. Anyway, the cops, they then stressed to the tenant that she has to tell the truth. Ma'am, you can't lie they, to us. Oh, they cast a spell on her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you better tell the truth. So she changed her story again, saying that, uh, yes, she had been the one to throw the bucket. Mm-hmm. But she thought that it was a bucket of water, not a bucket of feces. Come on. She got her buckets mixed up. Yeah. After that innocent oopsie, a struggle ensued, and that's how poop got on the tenant's face. And ac- according to the police, the tenant knew that the landlord was coming by to assess some damage and was just waiting, bucket in hand, for her landlord to open the door so she could drench her. It's like something you'd see on Nickelodeon in the early 90s, except with human shit instead of green slime. Yeah. Did she say the magic word, though? No. No, no one... I don't know. I believe the, the, to the phrase was, I don't know, or something like that from uh, the old Nickelodeon. Family days. Double Dare? Which, which no, no, no. It was, uh, you, can't, you can't show that on television. Oh, can't yeah, you can't do that do this on television. television. And if you said water, you'd get water on your... Yeah. Yeah, she should have like uh, put the bucket on the door... So when the door opened, it just toppled over and got her. Yeah, Home Alone would have been a much better movie if all of Kevin's uh, just traps sh- was just shit. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, slipping on the front stairs, falling into some shit. Uh, you know, Big the beam of shit hitting you in the face. Big bucket of shit falling down through the laundry chute, getting all over Daniel Stern's <laughs> just face. Right down his mouth. Instead of a nail on the stairs, the turd. steps in some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci opens the door instead of a flamethrower. It's just a, a shit thrower. Yeah. Be a great movie. They, there's still life in the Home Alone franchise. We'll get that uh, Corridor Digital on the phone and have them <laughs> shit up Home Alone. <laughs> anyway, as for the biggest question you probably have about this story, according to the article on ClickOrlando.com, quote, records do not indicate why there was a bucket of human feces inside the trailer. Well, good for Click Orlando. But if I had real, to, real hardcore journalism there. If I had to guess... Trailer lady, her plumbing in the trailer probably stopped working a while ago. Yeah. And you got to go, you got to go. So she went down to Home Depot, bought one of their affordable orange buckets. Yeah, trusty orange buckets. Yeah. Everyone has to have one. Uh, You're not a dad unless you have an orange Home Depot bucket. Yeah, she made do with it. <laughs> she literally made do in it. Made doo-doo with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, would you believe if uh, we told you that that wasn't the most insane way an American took out their anger on their landlord this past week? Get ready. 
This 93-year-old Las Vegas man here had apparently been dealing with some flooding in his apartment and was rightfully quite upset with the apartment's management for not handling the situation as quickly as, as he would have liked. So as you can see in the surveillance footage, he headed down to the management office to air his grievances and seems to have gotten a bit of the old landlord runaround. So he pulled out a handgun to let them know that this old man, this old man ain't fucking around. I could drop dead any day now, so you gotta fix this plumbing situation quick. I, I have nothing to live for except for yeah. pissing you off because you've pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, without sound on the surveillance video, it's impossible to know how the conversation really went. I am so curious. Mm -hmm. But uh, brandishing the weapon does not seem to have gotten his point across as well as he would have liked. So he fires a round off into a wall nearby and the bullet goes through a computer monitor. Cool. The, this, these bullets work? Yep. It's not a prop gun? So at this point, one management employee gets him to let her leave, and she does, leaving just one manager now at the mercy of the disgruntled 93-year-old tenant with a, with a handgun. <laughs> uh, the tenant then shoots the manager in the leg, causing him to fall on the ground in agony. And then, just a few moments later, uh, the old man shoots him again in the other leg. He has fully immobilized this landlord. Yeah. Police then show up shockingly fast, and as a perfect cherry on top of this absurd American scene, they fire at the old man immediately right as he's uh, raising his arms to surrender. Classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they missed the shot despite him being about two feet away from him. These Great are, shit, guys. They're very, they're, they, these are stormtroopers. This is also like while the guy he'd shot is like also right there. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, uh, like right behind him in the trajectory yeah. of a bullet potentially. Yeah. It turns out the gunshots from the old man were uh, just graze wounds. So the landlord guy, he's doing fine. He only spent a few hours in the hospital. The old man, though, he faces charges of uh, attempted murder, kidnapping, burglary, and illegal discharge. Uh, it was a real shit show all around. But, uh, you know, we've all been there. <laughs> you tell your landlord to fix some problem because it's their job. They ignore you. And then you go and you shoot both their legs out. Send a message. Yeah. About respect. I don't think he should be... Uh, attempted murder is a bit much. Yeah. He, he obviously took a choice to not murder this person. Yeah. And, like, throughout the video, he, I don't, I don't think at attempt. any point he even points it at, like, any vital organs. Like, he's very... He went in there planning to shoot some kneecaps out. Yeah. But he's old, he's got the glaucoma, so there were some grazed shots on the legs. I think he grazed on purpose. I think this man is, uh, he, he's, he knows his way around a gun. Uh, it, the, the murder would not have been attempted. It would have been successful. The, yeah. This guy had him dead to rights. If he wanted to kill someone, he Drop the done. charge. That's what I'd say. Dun dun. There we go. Uh, anyways, I bet this guy, uh, next time someone calls, probably not this guy because he'll probably not be living there but yeah i think it's, the old man may die in prison next Very time sad. next time someone calls about uh fixing some damage to their apartment they might be a little uh quicker on the jump to get that fixed yeah it's about sending a message sending a message yeah, yeah. tenants they have rights too and they are not to be fucked with yeah he got he got these tenants rights in place for the next 10 years at least yeah the rest of the tenants owe him a debt of gratitude yeah i man's I, in in you know, in some respects, a hero. In some respects, a terrorist. He's <laughs> yeah. like the Kasim Suleimani of this apartment yeah, exactly. complex. Sure, you know? Yeah, It really depends on where you're looking at the situation. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. And meanwhile, a bus full of children crashes outside <laughs> because the cops, like, blocked one way of traffic. Well, you know, you can't win them all. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's time for some sponsors. This episode is sponsored by StitchFix. Describe your look in one word. Casual, sophisticated, playful, Mid-30s YouTuber? <laughs> Lazy. 
However you dress, Stitch Fix has the expert personal stylist that can help you look your best. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com weird, answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. With Stitch Fix, everyone can look their best. They have solutions for men, women, and kids all over the U.S. and now the U.K. Why did I do Australia? The U.K. The U.K., mate. <laughs> Uh, there's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. You'll never have to worry about looking good again with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com weird and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That is stitchfix.com weird. And this episode is sponsored by Quip. Quip, the makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, wants you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It is simply this that if you have good habits, you are good. That means brushing for two minutes, twice a day, and flossing regularly no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even cleaning. The Quip floss dispenser comes with pre-marked string uh, to help you use just enough. Maybe you're using too much. They help you out. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping, so your routine is always right. Join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at $29. And if you go to getquip.com weeklyweird right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com weeklyweird. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot weeklyweird. Quip, the good habits company. Good you, know, habits. you know that they're doing really well, too, because... Uh, some of the other big boys are starting to make the, the same kind of thing. Oh, they're coming for you. I keep the OG. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a good toothbrush. It is. Anyway, let's look at some headlines, starting with some war news. Iran may have a fleet of communist killer dolphins. We shouldn't have messed with them. You guys, let's just back away slowly here. Yeah. We do not want smoke with the Iranians. They have dolphins that are trained to kill. Yeah. Yeah, this is... A, they're going to sneak into all of our SeaWorld parks. Yeah. And destroy them from the inside. They they are literally like suicide bomber dolphins. Yeah. But they also trained. I don't how, know. This how, story are they, is, how are they communist? Well, they were originally a fleet of young dolphins in the Soviet Union, trained by this one Russian guy mm -hmm. up in the north. Um, he trained the dolphins. You know, if there was a, a naval war, they knew the difference between the sounds of Russian ships and other ships, and they mm -hmm. would suicide bomb into foreign ships. They also they were trained how to like, uh, you know, if some if some, you know, Navy SEALs or something showed up in a duck boat, they knew they, they would put a sword on them or a, a harpoon oh, and yeah. they, they would go and stab them. Mm. But yeah, the Soviet Union falls. What are you going to do with all these dolphins? And this guy, this trainer, this selfless animal trainer, uh, he's, he's left on the hook with a bunch of expensive dolphins. I like how his training expertise is just him convincing animals to kill themselves. Yeah. Hey, but he's good at it. He's good at it. He gives them a meaningful death. Sure. So he, he was on the hook for You're these dolphins. You're going to fuck so many virgin dolphins. After a few years, he, he, he went broke. He couldn't afford to feed them. So he, uh, he sold them to Iran. Not, as well, not because he wants, you know, any involvement in Iran's affairs, but he just, he's got all these dolphins, and they're going to die if, if they don't find a new home. So Iran uh, very graciously took in the uh, killer commie dolphins, and um, that's all we really know. We don't know what happened to them. 
But Iran paid, uh, they paid a good price for these dolphins. They're not just going to let them die. And dolphins, they can live to be like 50 or 60 years old. So a lot of these are OG commie dolphins. They don't know the wall came down. They're blood hungry too. Yeah. Yeah. So So, we should uh, watch out, I guess. We should be very careful. Tread lightly. The Persian Gulf is very Swim lightly. Foxes keep attacking this 88-year-old, leading him to strangle one with his bare hands. Yeah, this guy in Maine. Yeah. He, uh... Don't fuck with old people. He, they have a lot less to lose. Yeah, well, like, a few months ago, he got attacked by a rabid uh, fox, mm-hmm. and he had to, like, beat it to death. He, he like, <laughs> curb-stomped it to death, basically. You gotta do what you gotta do. And it beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and then, like, more recently, another fucking fox, just he's, like, out in his fucking driveway working on his car, another fox comes up and starts shit. Not this again! And he's, like, wrestling with it for, they said, like, ten minutes. It's crazy. And he, he had to choke this one this out, too. Is rabbit as well? It must be. Yeah. They're, like, going this crazy. Yeah. I feel like you could subdue a fox pretty easily if it's not rabid. I, don't, yeah, I mean, I feel like they just wouldn't start shit with you. That's the thing. Like, rabies makes animals that normally would just avoid yeah. confrontation. Yeah, I saw a fox on my winter break. It was, like, 10 feet from me, and it just ran yeah. away. They don't, they don't want Didn't them. attack me. Yeah. But if it did, I'd just kick it in the face. Yeah. I don't know. Listen... I'm not trying to talk a big game here or anything. I'd probably get eviscerated by a, a fox. I'm just saying, they're like little dogs. <laughs> well, they, they're a little more dangerous than that. But yeah, sure, uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're not big. Grab it by the tail and just throw it. Yeah. Give Only it if it's attacking. I'm not, I'm not telling you to abuse animals. This is a, if you're getting animals. attacked by a rabid animal, but if it comes you're down, well within your rights to defend yourself. Yeah, just like this man. Yes. Well within his rights. Well within his rights. But yeah. yeah, they keep attacking him. They know about it. They're like, oh, that's the guy that killed our friend. Yeah, now they're all pissed off. Yeah. That's the only problem. Anyway, parking meters across NYC not accepting credit cards were never programmed to work in 2020. Vote Bloomberg it's, to be our president. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Y2K. Like Y2K, everyone rallied around that and solved it. Yeah. And this time reason, no one gave a shit. No one gave a shit. Yeah. This one, it's like it's not even something they can just, you know, send out a update across the network, they have to send a technician out to every single parking meter in New York City. Good. There's like 100,000 of them. <laughs> Good. They go one by one and like crack that baby open and do like a fucking firmware update. It's going to take months. And uh, like I, I think you can still use cash and you can still use like the app, but... Oh, and if you don't, they're going to ticket the shit out of your car. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, this has got to be frustrating because I don't know why anyone would drive a car in New York to begin with. I guess there's reasons. But it does not seem like a, a, a fun city to drive in. And now, this. You literally, if you uh, live in the city, you have to have, like, those hideous, giant, ugly rubber bumper attachments because yeah. everyone just smashes into your car all day long. Yeah, any parallel parking job is just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah all right, I'm in. It's implied that your car will get hit every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a fun place to own a car. No, not at all. Uh, well... <laughs> This is, uh, it's actually fucking hilarious that they have to go fix all this by hand. Yeah. I love it. Great job. Louisiana man held gun to son's head for drinking last Dr. Pepper. Was wow. that a Dublin Dr. Pepper? A what? The only original recipe one. Dublin Dr. Pepper? Dublin, Texas. Oh. The original oh, recipe. okay. I thought you were talking about some Irish Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but this is a great advertisement for Dr. Pepper. Obviously, this yeah. is a delicious, a delicious soda. So good, you'll kill your so kids. So good, you will brandish a weapon and threaten to blow your son's brains out if he drinks the last one, so. I mean, Dr. Pepper, I don't, I don't drink pretty much any soda at all these days. 
But Dr. Pepper probably was my favorite of, of, yeah. out of all of the sodas. It's got a sort of savory sweetness yeah. to it. Uh, you should really try spice. it. Go over to Galco's and get a Dublin Dr. Pepper. You'd really enjoy it. What's Galco's? Wait, are you fucking kidding me? I have no Did, idea what, what that is. Oh, oh, I've seen Hulhauser, but you haven't? You grew up here. What is Galco's? It's a, it's a family-run grocery store in Highland Park that has, like, four aisles just filled with sodas that you can't get anywhere. Oh. Yeah. Like four, like I, like entire aisles, and it's nothing but soda pop. That's cool. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you learned a lot about soda today. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, headlines that read like corporate advertisements, police search for man who broke into Taco Bell, made a meal, and took a nap. Wow, that Taco Bell must be delicious. Their their food is so good, people break in and cook it themselves. Wow. I don't know about you, but I'm hungry for some Taco Bell. This is just kind of sad, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He looks like, like in the surveillance video, it looks like he might have worked for a Taco Bell at some point in the past. He knows his way around this kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He wanted wanted a safe place to sleep and and a meal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Taco Bell, you can take this hit. I'm sure it's fine. He did also steal some shit. But, like, also, I don't know. Seems like he was probably just hungry and in need of shelter. Taco Bell's trying to, like... uh, Copy In and Out now by offering a hundred thousand dollars a year salary to the to its managers. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I mean, In and Out has uh, the probably the best service of any fast food chain by far. It's because they compensate their employees quite well. Yes. Especially compared to anywhere ever, else. anywhere else in the industry. Yeah. So good for Taco Bell. I'm interested to see how it plays out. Hopefully, uh, other companies are like, wait, hold on. When you pay people money, <laughs> yeah. they enjoy where they work, yeah. and the service is improved. When your employees aren't just constantly stressed out about how they will pay their bills yeah. and take care of their families, they are uh, better at their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's so strange. Huh. Hmm. More companies I mean, should try this. I mean, yeah, 100K for management, that's cool. Maybe think about extending that to the whole fleet of uh, yeah. employees. Yes. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be very nice. Florida woman arrested for threatening to get McDonald's sauce by any means necessary. Hey, we've all been there, haven't we? That sauce is delicious. All the, uh, Wonder well, which sauce was it? All the Rick and Morty fans, they know what this is about. Now, uh, this is the, the whole week, all of these brands are kickstarting the yeah. new year with like the most subversive viral ad campaigns yeah, I've ever gotta, seen. We need crimes yeah, to happen well, in our stores. 2020 is all about violence. Crimes of passion yeah. for people that really want our product. Yeah. It's going to go viral. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's they, great. They're, try, they're all trying to copy the Popeyes thing. Yeah, you can't bottle up that. Magic, yeah, I mean, though. hearing about people getting like beat and murdered at standing line for Popeyes, it did make me want that chicken sandwich even more. <laughs> well, God, it must be good. The yeah. same thing. Yeah. It must be an amazing chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. people are willing to die for this chicken sandwich. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. In this case, <laughs> I don't know when they did this, but like McDonald's, they now charge a quarter for each packet of sauce. Yeah, which you, is fucking bullshit. You can get them to look the other way though. Yeah. If they're cool, yeah. But uh, yeah, this woman, she did. She was not down with that. She she ordered her food, got to the window, and she's like, "Well, where's the sauce?" And they're like, "That's gonna be twenty five cents." And she, this well, you should at least get her a, off. You should at least get a sauce per sauceable item. I don't for know. Free. I don't know what her order was, but uh, she just goes there and sucks down sauce like Jello yeah, shots. Yeah, she just wanted that as a uh, digestif. Mmm, that barbecue sauce, mm. so good, sweet and sour. You know, what I do, I mix the, the hot buffalo and the barbecue. That's the best. Oh. We got a mixologist over here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I put on my, uh, my fedora and yeah. my, my, my glasses with the magnifying lens attached to them. The sauce boss. <laughs> with little packets. 
yeah, she should have got one for free, though. Yeah, no. just give the lady some sauce. <laughs> the customers can have a little bit of sauce. I will get this sauce by any means necessary. <laughs> uh, well, shopper falls asleep on a comfy store mattress and stays the night, Missouri cops say. Oh, wow, must have been a really comfy mattress. Which brand of mattress was that? Sort <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> wow, amazing. Yeah. I, I need to know what kind of mattress that is, because well, obviously it's a comfortable mattress. This is clearly an actual crime because they didn't include the brand name. Yeah. This is not a plan. Well, maybe they, maybe they botched the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the attempted The people marketing. down at, like, Serta are just so pissed right no! now. No! <laughs> we told the plant to tell everyone that he, he fell asleep because the bed was so comfortable. No! He found his sleep number. You know how hard it is to find <laughs> your sleep number these days? This guy found it, and he couldn't give it up. Yeah, well, better luck next time, Serta. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun one. Iowa middle school student does felony-level damage to school in effort to cancel classes. He, uh, he put some sort of epoxy into all of the uh, door locks, <laughs> the entire school, <laughs> including work. digital door locks. And I'm sure there was cameras everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he did not think about that at all. He mm. was caught on camera doing this. Uh, yeah. He did about $10,000 worth of damage because a lot of these docs are like, uh, a lot of the locks are like card readers and wow stuff like that. Uh, but I like his old school approach to getting ca classes canceled. You got you to gotta respect his hustle. Yeah. Most people just call in a bomb threat. Yeah, that's lazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> lazy and stupid. Yeah. Go and, you know, physically commit yeah. the crime. This kid's willing to go down there and get his hands sticky. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Full morgues at Ottawa hospitals mean bodies kept in conference rooms, say Union. Oof. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I guess a lot of people are dying in Ottawa. It's cold. It is cold, but like an unusually high amount. So they're just, they're just storing bodies wherever they can. We should probably look into this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's the, happening over there? Nowhere in the article does it explain just why there's so many more dead people. Why right are there now. more bodies? Oh, no, it's, it's not about that. It's about the, they're putting them in the conference rooms. Yeah. And they said, like, they're like, yeah, we put them in a conference room, and then, you know, it's winter, so we just open up a window, and, you know, you got yourself a freezer right there. <laughs> it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, they don't stink. They're frozen. Uh, they said that it did start to smell like I'm dead. sure it did. All over the place, which... Oh, you imagine, imagine like, someone goes home for the weekend and, like, leaves the heater on? Oof. That was a, a plot line in Dexter, I believe. Oh, really? He, uh, I never saw He it. wanted to destroy some evidence because they found a bunch of his bodies. Yeah. And so he, like, he, like, broke in and, like, turned off the, the AC, mm. turned on the heat. So when they came back from Oof. the next day, the bodies were all just like goop. Well, I should get around to watching that. It's not good. Okay. There's like one or two decent seasons, and then the show just just drastically becomes fucking terrible. Oh, well. It's almost, it's almost worth it for the, the weird journey of being like, hey, this show's pretty good, and then just riding that wave into just absolute shittiness. Mm. Well, you, you committed to it. I usually just stopped well, I, watching. I, no, I, I did. I stopped watching after oh, like okay. season three or four. All right. And it kept going. Arizona City under siege by graffiti artist who keeps writing penis man on everything. Is he writing it on top of other graffiti or is it like a, a new, it's a new previously clean areas? It's a, yeah, like penis uh, man, huh? Penis man. It's all over like street signs. <laughs> That's great. Electrical boxes. Which Arizona buildings. City does it say? Tempe. Oh. Yeah, there's not much to do there. Yeah. The, uh, the Phoenix Metroplex. I mean, oh Tempe! I thought I was thinking of Tucson. Tempe is no. just outside of Phoenix. There's plenty yeah, to do there. Yeah, it's where Tempe the is. is just to the east of yeah. Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the colleges are. So um, 
Yeah. I'll have to hit up Matt Good and ask if he's seen the penis man tags. Yeah. He lives over there. Maybe, maybe Matt Good is penis. He could be. <laughs> I mean, it could be anyone. It could be a woman. That's yeah, just a fun little tag. Could be a woman and she's like trying to throw cops off the side. Oh, shit. Why would I, a woman, write penis man all over We got head? our profiler on the case and he says with some certainty that penis man is probably a male. White. Mid-twenties. Yeah. Uh, Attends the college. <laughs> slight build. College <laughs> yeah. student. Yeah. Profiling's bullshit. Mm. Prison soccer match between rival cartels ends with 16 dead. What the fuck? Why couldn't, why wasn't this broadcast? Uh, well, it was, it happened in Mexico, it didn't happen here. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, is there video footage of it? Uh, Did they kill each other on the field? Yeah, but, like, it wasn't filmed. Like, this wasn't a TV, it was, it was in prison, they, you know, got members oh. of two cartels. Oh, oh, prison soccer match. Yeah, oh. it's a prison soccer match. Oh. So the, the cartels, they had a soccer match, uh, you know, there were some calls that... They didn't agree with. Yellow card from and, the warden. Uh, this was like January 1st or January 2nd. Turned out during like holiday visitation, a lot of people's wives had uh, smuggled in tiny little guns in their snatches. Mm -hmm. So there were guns on the field. And uh, yeah, shit got really out of hand. And I, I, I guess you could say things got, got out of hand. Yeah, Elliot, so, 16 dead. Uh, yeah, I mean, but like, <laughs> I think they should keep letting the cartels play soccer play matches. Play soccer matches with yeah. each other. This has the potential to be. The way we sort this whole situation out. Yeah. It's just, you know, the cartels, biggest problem in Mexico for years now, but the cartels also hate each other. And they love soccer. And they love soccer. Yeah. So, once you got them in jail, just toss a soccer ball to them, say, yeah. hey, which one of you uh, cartels is uh, <laughs> the best, best soccer, soccer team? team. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. They take it very seriously. I love the idea of, like, you being, like, a prison guard and having to tell a warden that 16 people died, and you just say, okay, listen. Look, they had a they soccer all, match. these are bad people. Things got, <laughs> things got a little out of hand. Things got a little out of hand. But, like, <laughs> look, warden, these guys were, like, they were cartel members. Yeah. They're in here because they, like, put people inside a, a rack full of tires and poured gasoline on them. Like, they're not good guys. So mm -hmm. I think we should keep having soccer matches. Yeah. And keep giving him guns. The problem is sorting itself out. And you're, and honestly, you'll just be left with the best soccer players. Yeah. So there you go. Australia will have snipers and helicopters shoot thousands of camels to conserve water. They have camels in Australia? Yeah. Do you remember when we were in Abu Dhabi? They were like, yeah, most of their camels now are imported from Australia. Oh, my God. No, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Australia, they, I don't know when this happened, but they became like, one of the number one spots for uh, camel farming. It's so weird that like, Australia is like this weird sex zone where like it, you, anything, anything that you bring there, it just starts multiplying. Yeah. The frogs, the rabbits. Yeah, they're now like, it was a bad idea. They're now an invasive species and you know, they always, animals, they escape from farms. So now there's like a fuckload of camels and it sounds like it is a serious problem because camels are thirsty constantly and they yeah. do drink up a lot of water. I don't know if it's a significant enough amount of water to justify Sending in, like, SEAL Team 6 to take them all out. Yeah. But, um... How they, can you kill camels? They are. They you are just don't leave them so much. Yeah. I mean, Australia got a lot of problems right now. Maybe... I'm not sure this is the biggest one they've got, but, um... They're going to harvest the water from those humps. Those camels, much like the, uh, the kitty cats, they've got to go. Yeah. We've got to take them out. Australia's got a lot of problems. It's a real, it, like, Australia is just the perfect. Wonderful people. The perfect example of, like, why humans can't be trusted with the earth. Yeah. Well. But, yeah, good people. Uh, and, uh, yeah, speaking of their biggest 
predicament they're currently in. Here's a, our final headline. Morrison said he's thankful nobody died in Kangaroo Island bushfire that killed two. Yeah, it's even weirder than that, too, because <sighs> he was, like, corrected, and he's like, well. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm, it sucks that everyone's house burned down here, but at least no one died. And they're like, actually, two people Sir. died. And he's like, Sue. okay, well, what I meant to say is uh, at least no uh, firefighters died. And they're like, actually, they were both volunteer <laughs> firefighters. Uh, they died in the fire. Just like, <sighs> ooh, well, shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you want to shake my hand? Okay, no one wants to shake my hand. I'm going to just slowly walk away. I can't believe him. he hasn't resigned. Yeah, this man has no shame. No. No shame at all. It is fascinating. But, um... Horrifying. It sounds at least like, uh... There was some poll recently where it's like the vast majority of young Australians are, uh, strongly in favor of, like, making climate change the country's, like, number one priority, like, mobilizing for Why it. Why is that? <laughs> mobilizing it's almost like they have first experience. On a scale, like, similar to, like, the world wars. Yeah. The older people, I don't know. They're, uh, they're eating up this conspiracy theory now. They're like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, all they're like, Islamic terrorists are setting fires. It's like... Yeah, uh, <laughs> they, they, they had this thing, like, uh, there, there was an arrest for, like, arsonists, and it's like, well, yeah, okay, sure, they're... Even if there are, and according to the news, there are people setting fires. But it's the That's same. one thing. But, like, the ability for that fire to spread and take over an entire fucking continent. Yeah. Well, and also, like, the, if you look at the actual, like, details of these arson cases, they're similar to the ones that happen in California every summer, where it's, like, some fucking farmer who, like, was being a fucking idiot and, like, started a brush fire on his farm that got yeah. out of hand. Like, it's technically arson, but, like, it's not People starting campfires in the, in the yeah. Angeles National Forest. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's arson because you caused a wildfire, but it's not like these people were like, hey, let's go start a fucking wildfire. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, it's usually uh, a very idiotic reason. But, yeah, summer is still... Uh, <laughs> Still underway down there. Yeah. Things are not letting up. But they've got months of this. Yeah. Um, but hey, if all the forest burns down and all the animals die, well, there won't be anything left to burn. There you so, go. So, cool. Yeah. Literally scorched earth. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, uh, check out our podcast from this week if you're a member of our Patreon or a YouTube member if you want to become a member of those. There's a link in the description below. Uh, you can check out all of our podcasts over there. And uh, be sure to check out our most recent episodes over here. we got a brand new episode of News Dump where we talk about how AI is going to be picking all your movies. And uh, an episode of uh, Tech News Day where we go over all of the lame shit from CES. That's so lame. Check that out. Bye-bye. Bye.